Hello and welcome back to the Outdoor Ed School podcast, the podcast which is devoted to making outdoor ed and alternative learning easy and accessible for teachers, coaches and home educators just like yourself. My name is Darren Pritchard and as always I'm going to be walking you through another resource that you can provide directly to your students or participants. And in today's episode we are going to be exploring another team challenge. And I say team challenge in a very loose term because you're going to get your students to work in pairs. It's more of a problem solving challenge, but there are elements of coordination, uh, cooperation, collaboration, leadership, turn taking. So there are so there are elements of team building in there, but they're just working in pairs rather than in small groups. Now, this activity does take a little bit of um, setting up and a little bit of preparing. So setup wise, space that is going to be required for this activity, you're going to need to go to the playground or school field or maybe even your school hall. But you won't be able to provide this in your classroom because you do need a bit of space. Setup wise, we are going to be building an obstacle course. It doesn't need to be very complex. It doesn't need to be very long. So we need to mark out a corridor and this could be the lines which are already pre-marked on your school field, playground or school hall. So if you've got a running track or a basketball court or uh, I don't know, any lines just painted on the floor, then you can use those lines to mark out the side edges of your corridor for the obstacle course. What you will need though is you will need a few items to make your obstacles in that corridor. So you might need to grab a few chairs, maybe a few cones, some hula hoops, anything you've got in uh, to hand really, that you can turn the corridor into a slalom course, an obstacle course for your students to make their way through. You don't want to be putting anything in there which is too much of a trip hazard, uh, but it does need to be something for them to kind of move in and out of. The idea is you are going to split your students into pairs and the last piece of equipment you're going to need is some paper. So it doesn't need to be fresh paper, it can be recycled paper. So um, get it out of the scrap paper drawer. Uh, each pair is going to need one piece of paper and your pairs are going to have to make their way through the slalom course and there's the obviously obvious rules that go along with that. So rule number one is they need to stay in the corridor. They can't go outside the obstacle course. If they do, they're eliminated and they go to the back of the line. Second is they can't hit any of the obstacles or step over any of the obstacles. They must slalom around the outside of the obstacles. If they do, well, they're eliminated and they join the back of the line, which leads me on to the third and final rule, which is all about the paper. So your students, they must keep the paper off the floor. However, they can only touch the paper with one finger. That's it, just one finger. So what's going to happen is your students are going to pinch the piece of paper with their fingers either side. So one person one side, one person the other side, and they're going to push onto each other's fingers with the piece of paper in the middle. And that's the way they need to keep it off the ground. 
Now, if they drop the piece of paper, they need to restart. So at the beginning, it's going to be difficult for them just to hold the piece of paper up in the air. Because if they push too much in the wrong direction, then they slip and the paper comes kind of floating down to the floor. They're going to have to make their way through the obstacle course and it's going to take a few skills for them to, to successfully make it. So first of all, they're going to need to have a kind of awareness of the surroundings, of their surroundings. So they're going to have to take a kind of a planned approach for going through their obstacle course. They're going to need to know where they're going to need to be positioned, where their body needs to be, uh, so just so they don't take a step outside of the obstacle course or over any obstacles. The second thing they're going to need to do is they're going to need to be really focused on what their partner is doing. They need to be com constantly communicating with them so that they don't drop that piece of paper because they've got such a small surface area of their body touching that piece of paper and keeping it off the ground. And with kind of one twist and one miss, well, then that, that piece of paper is released and they end up at the back of the group again. So it's quite a complex activity. It's very simple for you to set up because if you've already got those lines marked out on the school field or playground, it's just bringing maybe five or six chairs along with you, some piece of paper, and then you can even get your group to carry the chairs out. So you're setting up the activity within kind of 20 seconds, if that, and then going straight on to the objective and the, and the brief. So it's a very quick activity for you to set up and it is really, really good fun and really, really challenging. If you want to make this a little bit harder, you can start to amalgamate or join some of the pairs together. So instead of just two people going through the course, you can have four people in a row, which means there are some people which are going to have that one finger on one piece of paper, one finger on the other piece of paper trying to keep it up and they've made like a snake all connected by these pieces of paper being pinched in between theirs and their partner's fingers. I have seen this activity uh, slowly build up until we've had 10 people in a long line. But it all depends how long you have to spend on this activity. If you're doing this as a kind of wake their brains up, get them moving, get them cooperating and working with new people, well, you might only want to be spending five or 10 minutes on this activity which is plenty of time to do a pair going through the activity. But if you've got 20 minutes and you're trying to do this as kind of an activity to calm people down before they go into classes, get their brains working, maybe you're on a school trip and you're trying to entertain them in their lunch break and you've got a little bit longer, then brilliant. You can start to build this up once Two, pair, two sets of pairs have gone through the course. You bring those together and they've got to do it as a group of four and, and so on and so forth until you've got some really big, long, snaking lines to go through the obstacle course and take on the challenge. As always, I always promote that you try and front load the session. Try and put in these objectives beforehand so it gets, their stu gets your students thinking about what they have to do. So bring up the fact that this is a challenge which needs you to communicate with your team members. It needs you to have some spatial awareness. Highlight the fact that if they move their fingers too quickly without telling their partner, the, the paper's going to be falling to the floor. Maybe give them 30 seconds for them to try and get used to it with their partner. 
So if you highlight those items, you highlight those things, well then your your students are already thinking about them. They've got it in their front front of their mind before they take on the challenge. And it also means when you start to review the activity at the end, how did you find the experience? If you were going to do this again, or you were going to give advice to the next group taken on this activity, what would be your summary? What would be your key pieces of information that you would tell them? Get your students to kind of sum up the activity in their head. Think about the skill sets that they need, the properties and the what they need to demonstrate as a person to successfully complete this challenge is. And it's a really, really lovely, quick activity to provide with your students. I would recommend that you would do this kind of with your, with your students if they are year four and above. You can make it really competitive as you start to get into senior school. Anything, any groups or classes, um, year kind of year three, year four, uh, no, year three, year two and year one, I think this activity might be a little bit too challenging, but it's always worth giving it a go. But you might want to give them maybe a finger and a thumb to be able to get through the activity uh, instead of trying to balance it between two index fingers. Hopefully you find this activity uh, engaging. You find that your students really, really like it. If you want any more top tips on other activities or uh, review models, then you can head over to our website, which is theoutdooredschool.co.uk. You'll be able to go to the hub, which is a completely free membership platform uh, for teachers, coaches and home educators. Um, And you'll be able to find over 50 different team challenges over 20 different review models and so much more, all completely free. Uh, so make your way over to that website. If you do have any questions about this uh, this activity or any of the review models in the hub, then click the email or the call us button on the top of the website and you'll come through to myself or a member of my team. Until the next time, take it easy and I'll speak to you soon. Cheers, bye.